Now I know this guy. How do you know this guy? Because he sings this number one iTunes download song. However, to pick the slowest part to come in. I didn't want to miss any of it. It's probably a part that gets a little bit quicker. Do you know anything about this guy other than he is the number one YouTube? No, he's also the number one downloaded on iTunes. Yeah. As of yesterday. I do know oh, that... Owen, do you know anything about this guy? This song here, I, I watched it. I watched So this song is not the song that's the number one downloaded. It's not. But this song was written before... Correct. The song that... Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Have you heard him at the end of this song? Is this the song that he talks afterwards? I don't talking know. about the rain and the dogs. No, because he doesn't sound anything like his voice. So this is Oliver Anthony, and Oliver Anthony is famous now. He didn't have any. He had about 400 followers, I think, before last week. Yeah. Now he's on every talk show in America uh, for for writing a song that represents about 50% of America. Yeah, ish. Yeah. I so, will say that... But that, this song is I titled Virginia. I know. And he lives in Virginia. Yeah. Southwest Virginia. Yeah, well, he lives in uh, Farmville. Central. But that's so. fine. But he does sing about Southwest Virginia. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. <clears throat> You're listening to Name Hodgepodge. This is Keith Walton's. That's Mark Tapp. And I, it, it has been interesting to follow that guy. It has been, yeah. Now I'm, the good news I'm is curious. To YouTube does it for you. How, how you listen to one, it takes you to another one. I wonder how is the the fame going to impact him? You Hopefully, know, monetarily. Is, is his career going to skyrocket, or is he going to become? Is he just going to be devastated by the fame? No. You know how that works. When you became famous and wealthy, did it did it ruin you, or did it make I you better? Crashed and burned. Crashed and burned. Crashed and burned. It's my understanding it made you a better person. Did it? Yeah, you're talking to the wrong people. You're you're able to do more with your fortune and fame. Ah, is that it? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just—it's the beer talking. No, I think what the difference is is um, you're humble like that guy. Oh, well, I can't pick like him. No, I or can't either. I I guess I should say. I can't play an instrument like it. Yeah, it's a weird kind of guitar. I don't even know what that thing is, but it's like a the pie pan on the front. What's it called? Pie pan. Yeah, I don't remember. It's a I don't remember, but it creates a tinny, yeah, tinny sound because mm-hmm. of that you metal plate. On. Yeah, that is a great idea. And yeah. you know what? We probably could get him. On. Yeah, that's right. It's like a colander, pie pan, or the the front of a pie. What was that? A pie cabinet. Ah, yes. It's like yeah. that put over a salad bowl and then hammered and then screwed onto the guitar and it looks like that. Owen reminds me of a famous person. Mm-hmm. Which one? Have you ever been told you look like somebody? Yes. Which person? Chevy Chase. Boom. That's the one. <laughs> yep. And Al you're Gore. Y- uh, oh, I can see that. Yeah, I, can see that. I invented the internet. <laughs> yes. You do look a little like that, actually. That's now right, that you yeah. said it, yeah. Who else? Who, who do you really want to look who like? Who do you? Who do you think you look like? Oh, who do I think I look like? Yeah. When I look in the mirror, <laughs> yeah. this is going to be a good one. Uh, yeah. My parents. Uh, there you go. If they were yeah. still alive, they would appreciate that uh, <laughs> remark, especially my mother. Yeah. 
You've got uh, – I could see you and Chevy having a very similar uh, sense of humor, too. You're a funny guy, Owen. Oh, we would have a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got to have that, you know. Yeah. With what I do. Yeah. Is that because – why, why don't that? you tell everyone what you do and who you are, and then we'll, yeah. we'll, so, we'll pick so, this well, thing first, apart. First, let's just give Dan credit, credit where credit is due. Dan McKinney uh, with the Radford Chamber of Commerce invited the guests that are here. He brought the beer that's here. You're just responsible for all the fun that we're having today, It was Dan. delicious. Yeah, and once again, yeah. we only have just a little bit of it, but it was good. Yeah. It was very good. And so, uh, Dan, do you want to say anything about Owen, or you want him just to start talking? <laughs> I guess I can introduce him. So it's Owen McKinney from the – and I don't know your official title, general manager? President. President? CEO. CEO. Top um, banana. I get mm. peeled first. Yeah. Um, from the first NRV Federal Credit Union. So That's it. I'm sure there's some history there that he'll maybe talk about. But welcome, Owen. Thanks for – being a, a guest here with me on the show, and um, I'll let you guys take it away. Well, I'm glad you had a last-minute cancellation. And that's had not to true. Me. No, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my last name is McKinney also. Yeah. Uh, yes. We spell it a little differently. So yep. next time you see Dan, ask him how he spells his name. Wrong. It's, it's the right way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm using his one's, tagline. One's an E-I and one's an I-E. Yeah. yeah. Guess which one. All right. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll have to we'll have to go back to New York and, and uh, look at the the books, the the immigration books, and and see what happened there. Yeah, who tricked who? Who had bad handwriting? That's yeah. normally how the spellings got changed. <laughs> Be careful. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> Owen, find out things you don't want to know. Uh, I don't know, Keith. You know, when we started this show, we were asked to to come on and. This was seven, eight years ago, nine mm. years ago. Wow. And, and we were asked to come on and do a finance show. And, of course, now we do a beer show. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that kind of tells you. We, we, we thought, well, who wants to talk about finance for Correct. an hour, you know? Well, they're uh, closely related, beer and finance. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money in it. Yeah. yeah. So here we are. We've got a finance guy in the studio for, uh, for our guest. Yep. Wow. Uh, uh, so what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about, Owen? <laughs> I have no clue. Hey, can I can I make a a, a quick one? Sure. So, um, you've you've seen a lot. Just let's say the last five plus years. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm not going to go ten plus, but we're going to say yeah. five. But um, how proud are you where your location is, seeing the changes that have been taking place on the west side? of Radford just over your last five years. Knowing, by the way, you threw the first nickel down when you guys redid your space, Mm -hmm. both interior and exterior. And, of course, you've made additional modifications Mm -hmm. multiple times, uh, including, by the way, keeping a parking lot that's been paved correctly and everything else. Sometimes it's hard to be that person, right, Mm -hmm. which says, I'm going to go ahead and invest it first. But make no mistake about it. The the growth or the additional investment uh, through that uh, side of of Radford is certainly it's caught up to you. You were the pacemaker. Well, I don't know if if I was that, but uh, I've been extremely excited, you know, to see the changes on well not only the west end but also the east end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's come together. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the town has always been kind of the tail of two ends. Sure. Right? West end, east end, what have you. And I, th- I think over the last five years, 
that has kind of lifted, and we've seen more of a coming together where we see people wanting to improve their spaces, not only in the commercial side, but also even in the residential side. Absolutely. Are you seeing that? You know, so I go back to this like last five years, and I, and I and I don't really want to pick on ten years ago because a lot of times in the financial world, the the, the, the rules of ten years ago they can almost be antiquated. Mm-hmm. You had different style of interest rates, uh, different uh, uh, costs of materials. Uh, mm-hmm. So there was lots of different changes between what savings and borrowers can bring to the table and then what developers or homeowners can do. When you're looking at your average person, are they engaged really on both sides, both the, the savings and the lending side still kind of at the same rate five years ago? Or is it, do you see it moving or tracking in one direction versus the other? Well, it always goes in cycles, uh-huh. right? And uh, as a person leaves the need for borrowing, you know, they're now focused on savings. Mm-hmm. And that kind of comes with age, right? And so, but you do see that. You still see a number, or at least I do, a number of people that are engaged with both. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the lending aspect with the prices of rates going up have, have kind of stopped some, but this is a different time than we would have had five years ago. If, if this situation that we have now within the rates uh, going up 500 basis points in the last year and a half as we've seen this cycle, if that had happened five years ago, we may have seen a totally different type of economy you know, come through. But here, people are, are going full force. Yeah. You know, they're still engaged with improving their property or making purchases that they need. And so it just really depends on it's uh, kind of like what's their need. Right. Right. And that changes, of course, over time, as you know. Yeah. But at the same time, I still see a interest in both. Yeah. And this is, Mark, you know, having a and, and I'm not using this, but but for just accuracy, a small location relative to you know much larger bank, Wells Fargo, whatever it may be, but you you can actually see where trends are moving much quicker mm. because you're not only your data points are more consistent because you're seeing those individuals more often, whether it's the the weekly deposits or the biweekly right. deposits. So you see that along with the payments. You're not having to look and say, well, I have to pull out North Dakota from my math and I have to right. pull out Minneapolis. You can really see the health of of your community kind of right yeah. there. There's no averaging here. It's, it's just what it is. Yeah. Correct. So now do you – primarily work with uh, the the individual consumer or do you work with businesses or both mostly consumer okay yeah we're we're not into a lot of business we have some members that have small businesses yeah but not to the extent of the commercial banks around us and and so um you're the ceo of a credit union correct um explain Explain that. Explain what is the difference between a credit union and a bank. Yeah. Well, we basically do the same thing, right? So the differences kind of become obscured. The lines get blurred. But But there's always – it seems to me, and I could be wrong, and and certainly it's broader in some cases than others, but there are requirements. When I go to your website, Mm -hmm. there are certain requirements 
to Correct. bank with you. I, I can't live in Northern Virginia and work in Northern Virginia and have a business in Northern Virginia and be a member of your credit union. Correct. Right. right. And, and yeah, there's so, a field of membership. Now, yeah. is that is that a requirement that is set on a on a sort of federal level that says if you're going to be call yourself a credit union, you have to restrict membership, or is that just a personal choice? Well, when credit unions are established, I mean, you go back to 1937 when mm-hmm. First NRV was the Radford Pipe Shop mm-hmm. credit yeah. union. Uh, the a long history's been there. A lot of time's gone by, right? But at that time, a field of membership or who could join had to be established. And so, part of the bylaws, part of the request that was sent to be chartered as a credit union, had to be sent in. And so, during that time when it was first chartered, it was just the Rafford Pipe Shop credit union employees. Uh-huh family members, what have you, that was associated in some way with the pipe shop. And then from that time, it's kind of grown, and field of memberships have changed. For example, our field of membership is, of course, the city of Radford, Floyd County, Pulaski County, uh, Wythe County, Carroll County, and the, the city of Galax. Yeah. And so we're, we're kind of restricted in that area uh, somewhat. But then as people have moved, uh, they, they take their membership with them. Okay. And... There are once a member, you're always a member. Yeah, and so that's the big difference between a credit union and a bank. A bank can put up an office, and anybody yeah. uh, can come in and and become a customer. The so, other thing is, doesn't admit, uh, all members required to have both the savings or, or checking? They have to have be both a depo- if they want to be a borrower. They also have to be a depositor. Does that kind of fit that too? Yes, they have to have at least a, a share account, share or savings account, and that's another big difference. Uh, between banks and credit unions, you think of a share, like a, a stock ownership share. Yeah, yeah, ownership. So when you go to a bank, not picking on any, but you may buy a, a certain amount of stock uh-huh. or uh-huh. shares with that bank. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to bank there. Correct. You just are an investor or an owner of their stock. Right. And all you're concerned about is, is that stock, the growth right. of it or the dividends that you may earn from it. A credit union's different. If you come in our doors or any credit union doors, you've got to open an account, a share account. Right. And so you, in a sense, become a member or an owner. And so if any dividends are uh, established by the board of directors, well, then you as a member share in a portion of that dividend okay. or that profit yeah. that the credit union has made. Similar to a bank, they're only going to pay their shareholders, not right. their customers. Yeah. Their customer may have a you know a five billion dollar account or whatever, and, but own no stock. Yep, they're not going to get any dividends. So every everyone that banks at your credit union then is a share is a shareholder. Correct. In and are they actually owners? Part yes, owners in the yeah because okay. it's their money in the account. And, and so does that mean? I'm going to get in the weeds a little bit here, but does that so typically when a company issues shares, it's a limited number of shares. Does that mean that you can only accept a limited number of deposits? No, no. Okay. Uh, the, the pie just grows. It's a percentage of whatever the deposits are. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. And so, um, generally speaking, when you talk about membership to something, it's exclusive. There's some sort of exclusivity. There's mm-hmm. benefits to being a member. I, is that the case with a credit union? It can be, yes. I mean, that's kind of dropped over time. Okay. But it has always been on the tenets of that 
foundation that's been built. But because membership in anything comes with responsibilities and privileges. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you're a member of a credit union, you need, be, need to be engaged yeah. with what's going on. It's rare that you walk into the front doors of my office and on the board right inside the doors are our financials are posted. Okay. Every month we put our financials up and any member uh, can say, hey, what's going on with this number mm-hmm. or, or question that number or whatever. Do that with a bank. Right. Find that at a bank. You're going to have no. Here, here's the the financial report. Yeah. If you're a member, or excuse me, a shareholder, you may get it. Yeah. Right. But finding the right person to question may not be a, a possibility. Sometimes you can't. And I think yeah. that that's the biggest thing is that the fam- familiarity of you with your customers. That's mm-hmm. that is the the key part about the term share and. You know, in this case, I'm going to borrow the word union. You're all in this together. And so right. the the pulse of your community back to that mark, mm-hmm. you know, it really is about helping the community reinvest. And, you know, sometimes you have to be the front runner. You have to actually go out there and say, if you want people to invest in your community, well, then you need to do that first. Right. And I think that, you know, back to that five year ago, that was kind of you know maybe the the opening salvo of it and and you've seen a lot you've seen a lot it comes up constantly in conversations and here we are today seeing the city start to now invest even in the old uh, foundry obviously they're going to rename that project uh, and that property but you know that doesn't happen unless someone shows some courage originally and says this area is worth fighting for and i certainly appreciate you doing that, um, not only uh, yourself, but then your staff and the members. Um, maybe you can tell everybody where they can find you, where your location is, stuff like that. We're at 900 West Main Street. We're right across from the post office in lovely West End, Radford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm assuming, Owen, uh, I mean, you've got the shirt that says First NRV on yeah. there. Uh, Spare no expense. That's right. You're the the CEO. My gut tells me that if I walk in the door, you're going to be there. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a level of accountability to to the people here. That's right. Yeah. That that you won't find really in any other bank, I I don't think. Jamie Diamond isn't going to be visiting Radford anytime soon. No, not even uh, Asbury from uh, Atlantic Union. <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right. He's a great guy, right? But uh, yeah, the inaccessibility of of the top tier management has been definitely uh, something that's bothered people. Yeah, because sometimes it's just nice to talk. Yeah, or let somebody know that you're a customer yeah. and that you mean something mm-hmm. and that's what i think with uh, the city of radford and first nrv you know being able to connect uh, there's a lot of good people in in the city in our in our field of membership yeah. uh, we have a lot of people that struggle but they make do it's yeah. amazing yeah uh, and you know the resiliency of this area is just very impressive yeah the no excuse uh, attitude yeah well back to that conversation we certainly appreciate you taking the time today oh thank thanks you. for uh introducing yourselves uh maybe to the, to the larger audience out there and wish you the best for the rest of the year uh we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break when we come back we've got some additional guests so stick with us you're listening to am hodgepodge Tried the you're coffee in Amsterdam. run the spanish steps of rome 
with a 40 in my head. I broke New York and Boston and the city by the bay. Since you're not Mumbai, hide a bad and 